somber, very somber introductions. We are your hosts, Mia Howard and Caitlin Graham. Hey, y'all. <laughs> what do we have on the docket this week, Mia? Um, you know, I wasn't excited about the film for this week. Like you weren't. I was not. Um, like I wasn't either, to be honest. Please share. Well, I know that there was a period of time, like when this film originally came out in theaters, that I was like into it and I'm sure I probably saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe like Liam like wanted to see it more than I did because it was like, mm-hmm. you know, hockey bros, you know, whatever. Um, and so I know I like I felt connected to the film as part of my childhood, but I didn't it never was a film that like I obsessed over or like watched again and again, like so many other films that we are giving treatment to this season. Mm-hmm. Same. However, when I did watch it, I was like, of course we included it. Of course we did. Because it, you know, features my love, Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Who Baby Joshua Jackson. Baby Joshua Jackson. Who, like... Total baby. You know, like, if you fell in love with him in Dawson's Creek, you have to see him in Mighty Ducks. Because you see the earliest kernels of Pacey. Being, you do. Being written you right do. before our very eyes. I mean, you oh do. my God, just a baby sweetheart. Just literally killing me with all of his depth and maturity and sweetness. It was too much. It was too much. Might you say that he was no more than a duckling? <laughs> he was, but it was crazy because, um, so, you know, I, to go from like, I don't give a fuck about this movie to like, I'm gonna watch the whole trilogy was like su- such a pivot. Is he in the whole trilogy? He's, he's, he's not, He's right? in the whole trilogy. No. Okay, yes. I, I didn't remember that. He's in the whole trilogy. So by D3. Okay. Yeah. By D three, he's, he's, he's basically he's basically Pacey. <laughs> it all comes together. It all comes together. Um, but I feel like the teammates. So by by the way, we're talking Mighty Ducks. In case you haven't, M to the D by now. Quack 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 quack. What did you? I said M to the D. <laughs> M to the D. <laughs> Is that a rap that they do like over the credits of any of these films? No. Do you remember when they used to do that in the early nineties? Do you remember like uh, Ninja Turtles? Uh, go Ninja, go, go Ninja, yeah, go. go Ninja, Obviously. go Ninja, go. Which was like literally like, <laughs> could you be more epic? Like Vanilla Ice was just no. fucking killing it. <laughs> I my personal faves were uh, the um, the MC Hammer Adams family. Oh. I literally had. I think I had. A single of his Adam's Family song. I didn't know he had an Adam's like, Family they song. They do what they want to do, say what they want to say, live how they want to live, play how they want to play, dance how they want to dance. The Adam's Family. <laughs> I gotta go back and listen to that. I don't, I don't recall. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. What you are bringing to mind, I did not remember any of that, but what, I, what it is bringing to mind for me, which is definitely not the case today and the pandemic only exacerbated this, is like, Literally, there were like five movies to go see every weekend at the movie theater. Like in the early 90s, like, you know, Mighty Ducks was happening at the same time that like Sister Act was happening at the same time that like the Sandlot was happening. Like, you know, like there was a fucking reason to go to the movies every weekend. I know. I know we were really blessed. Milk money. I could keep going. Like, you know. Bro, (laughs) this whole season of, of the podcast I'm I'm with you though. Like the Mighty Ducks is not like one of my favorites. I think I probably saw it maybe once or twice in my life, and I was like not super excited to watch it again. But like to your point, it's wonderful. And I was like, I think that's just because it was an embarrassment of riches at that time. You know? Yeah, we already had so many like, other. All these, we had already so many other. These early to pull '90s from, yeah. kids movies. Yeah, with we were with, so with, with actors that were like more top tier in oh, yeah. in the acting canon of like youth fandom. You know, like. Say more. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, this didn't have Devin in it, you know? JTT is not in this film. Like, I have to pause for a second because <laughs> have you watched Hacks season two yet? 
No, I haven't even finished Hack Season 1. I'm behind. Hack Season 2 is really great. Spoiler alert for those who are not haven't watched Hack Season 2 of Hacks yet. It's it's still coming out. Like, they're releasing a couple of episodes a week. So ah, okay. Good. Anyway, but uh, there's an episode where Jean Smart's character has a little bar fling with, like, a, some... She, she, like, says he's a baby because he's, like, 40 years old, which made me feel pretty good. But, like, she was like, he's young enough to be my son. And guess who it was? Was it Devin? Devin Sawa. And because he looks like such a man now, like it took me a hot, like I watched the whole scene. And then in the next episode, they were doing the recap and I looked at his face and I was like, wait a second, (laughs) is that Devin Sawa? Like with all those tattoos and like, you know, and he looked, he looked good. All right. Okay. He looked looked real good. Anyway. We haven't seen him since the Eminem stand video. So like, oof. (laughs) Final Destination. Final Destination. Those are some dark days. We went through a rough time. Um, so yeah, so all of these, so all of these other actors that were like, you know, making our hearts flutter, were not in this film. You know, as a matter of fact, this I would say was maybe the initial vehicle that gave Joshua Jackson his like path to girl fandom stardom, whatever. Like, totally. You know, in the same way that I'm, I'm that girl who's like, I love Leo when he was on Growing Pains, and these bitches don't know. I'm sure there are many girls out there that would fight me about my love for Pacey Witter because they're like, bitch, you weren't there when he was playing Charlie on, you know, Mighty Ducks. And it's like, I was there. I just didn't care. I didn't realize. I didn't know I cared. Charlie Conway. Charlie. My, my Iconic name. Yeah. Charlie Conway. So. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are. There are. So it's. Huh. Okay. Actually, like, let's pull back. I'm, I'm going to read the very brief IMDb synopsis. Give it to film, us. The Give original it to Mighty us. Ducks. And it's one sentence, like very concise. Kudos. Um, So the synopsis of The Mighty Ducks is a self-centered Minnesota lawyer, played by Emilio Estevez, iconic, is sentenced to community... Emilio Emilio Estevez is sentenced to community service, coaching a ragtag youth hockey team. But can you you talk about, like, what is your own relationship with Emilio Estevez? I love that you went here because I was going to interject if you didn't and, like, just start talking about Emilio. Okay. Please. So here's my my situation with Emilio. I'm actually going to start in reverse. So one of the movies I watched this weekend was called The Way. Um, It is a movie written and produced by Emilio Estevez. From 2010, um, and it stars his father Martin Sheen Mm -hmm. as a ophthalmologist and widower who Mm -hmm. um, learns that his only son, played by Emilio, died on the trek um, doing the Camino Camino de Santiago or whatever. Right? Yes. Okay. So. His, his son was adventurous and was doing this trek and died like early in the journey. And so when his dad goes to Spain to identify um, the body and to put him to rest, he ultimately decides to take the trek himself as a way to like better understand his son and mm-hmm. like goes on this like, not necessarily like religious, but like spiritual journey where he like meets all these characters along the way. It has like Wizard of Oz, like, yellow brick road vibes because he meets like you know someone with no heart and someone with no brain and whatever whatever and they all become like lifelong friends it's so beautiful <laughs> but i say that because it was weird it was it was like random that i was watching it it's my partner's it's one of his favorite movies and he like had been he'd been mentioning Aww. he had been mentioning it to me for a long time that he wanted me to watch it oh. but he didn't he didn't you know he's not big on celebrities so he, he wasn't like leading with like oh this movie featuring martin sheen and emilio estevez he just was like oh this movie the way that's really touching we should watch it so we watched it and I was like, oh my God, it's Amelia!" <laughs> and it was so timely because I was like, you don't even know I like this part of my homework now. Like, <laughs> I will be talking about Emilio on Tuesday. This is perfect. Um, you really went deep in the canon. <laughs> you really did. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was not prepared. It was not planned. I just I know. happened. I know. So it was like, it was, it was, it was fate. Um, and so I lift that up to say. It was interesting to see Emilio, this movie came out like 10 years ago, to see him later in his career. Um, you know, but it was interesting because it came out in like 2010, right around the same time that Charlie Sheen had, had all that tiger blood bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who are living under a rock, the Sheen and Estevez families are the same family. They are all related. 
Emilio is the bold son who took the Spanish surname of their ancestors, or Cuban. Spanish? Cuban. Something. They're from somewhere. Anywho, he <laughs> took the ethnic surname, whereas the rest of the family went with something a little bit more generic. Sheen. Quote, palatable to Hollywood. Yes. They came up during that time where people were always like trying to mask their ethnic last name. Yes, but see, here's what I like about Emilio, right? Because Emilio was like, fuck that. I'm going to take the whole name. First of all, he was like, my name is Emilio. So people are going to know whether or not my name is Sheen, but I come from an ethnic background of some kind, you know? Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two. He married Paula Abdul, so he knows his way around. Bro, I had this on my notes. I, I mean, I had this on my notes, and that was a big shocker to me. They were married from 92 to 94. Like, what a blessed he was, union. He was married. They were married at the time of the Mighty Ducks, basically, is what we've learned it's here wonderful. today. It's wonderful. So he, so was, he was making love to a beautiful woman of color. Okay. <laughs> First of all, a beautiful woman of color who choreographed for Janet Jackson, which puts her in God tier territory. Precisely. So, like, <laughs> basically, what we're all trying to say here is that Emilio is proud to be American and proud that his American. Where at least I know I'm free. <laughs> She's and he's also he's also proud to embrace diversity. And everything that makes us unique in our heritage. Okay. Now. He's also a short king. Now. Paula is fascinating. Because she is born to Jewish parents. But her father is Syrian Jewish. But he was raised in Brazil. Okay. So like. Basically Emilio was like. Hamada Hamada. Hot. (laughs) Exotic Chica. Come to me. And she did. Okay. And so I say a lot to say, Emilio broke the mold because while the rest of the family was making their name in show business under the Sheen name, Emilio said, no, I don't want to ride on Papa Martin Sheen's coattails. I want to be known for the breakfast club in my own right. Estevez. He's also from Staten Island. I also want to point that out. Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> Emilio Estevez. They are, they are from they are from Staten no, Island. Yes, no, they no, fucking no. are. Yes, they That's are. Absurd. They are from Staten. No they are the ancestors of what's his face? Pete. 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 <laughs> they are neighbors. They are like old neighbors, neighbors, okay? There are neighbors. That means there are neighbors. Yeah. That's so interesting. First of all, I have to give you props for the many times that you said Emilio the way that that girl does. Yes! You knew that that's what I was doing! I love that you That's exactly what I was channeling. You know it! Of course I do. Because that's the only way way to say Emilio. So then, would you call yourself... Would you call yourself an Emilio stan? Absolutely not. Here's the deal. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Sharp turn. That was like a complete 180. It was. So then what where did where did it go wrong with Emilio? Where did it go wrong? Um it never went it did not go anywhere. It was not wrong or right. It's just that let's just say in the Breakfast Club, you know, if you're rooting for Emilio's character, the athlete, I was you know, into the criminal, Judd Nelson, you know, like, oh, he was more okay. my speed. It's an either or situation. I don't know that it has to be, but like, I also really was into Anthony Michael Hall, which is a whole thing. I mean, which like makes so much sense when you think about my like crush history in middle school, but whatever, you know, mm, like, mm-hmm. are you a dweeb? I like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so all that to are say. Are you a ginger dweeb? <laughs> Exactly. And so I didn't, so Emilio didn't ever rise on my rate. Like I was never like checking for Emilio ever, even in the Mighty Ducks. I mean, well, he was also a grown man and I was a child, but like I was not checking for him. I was, I was. I'll be honest. There's something like kind of bland about him. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just me? Like there's, he's like a blank slate, like kind of thing. It's just. Yes. In a way that his brother Charlie is not. Is not. Let's talk about Charlie. Charlie in 80s movies was trying to kill, was trying to kill people. Okay. He was so sexy. Like he was like oozing. He was oozing with sexuality. Okay. There's that movie. We're on the same page about this. 
Even oh, when he's in Ferris Bueller as just the kid in the police station. Oh God, what he, the the fire between like him and Jennifer? Yes, exactly, and, like, exactly. It's like he had like four words, and it was like origins. it was exactly. It was just like ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, I'm definitely in the minority here because my foray into the Brat Pack was through Saint Elmo's Fire, which is a very hated movie. A lot of people really think it's very dumb. My origin. Of my origin story with Emilio is Emilio in that movie where he's the biggest fucking weirdo on the face of the earth. Like this is this is like a piece a big element of that movie that does not age well is that he's literally stalking this woman and we're supposed it's it's definitely framed as like he's being a romantic, you know, kind of thing. But he's literally like standing outside her home, like staring at her like in the rain it's just, is, that, like, oh, so is, is that the is that the andy, andy mcdowell, McDowell character yeah um so yeah my my feelings about emilio are like he's a fucking weirdo i was also really really into that movie um loaded weapon one with him and samuel l jackson which is like this ridiculous comedy where it's like a parody of them being like undercover cops and it's really funny it's kind of like um Naked gun movies. Okay. It's like it's kinda like that. It's like those silly, like ridiculous, but he's like kind of the weirdo in that movie too. So I don't know. There's just something about him that's kinda off and also kinda bland, especially in this movie. He's also playing like a giant, boring, like yuppie asshole in this movie. <clears throat> so Yeah. We should all be sad about this moment though, right? Because like <laughs> This was actually a transition moment. He was going from like teen heart. Well, he wasn't a heartthrob to me, but like yeah. teen heartthrob. I would have been sad. To like, yeah. to like, oh, now I play the lawyer who like rallies the like kids while the next generation of young people will get their start. Like, oh God. You know what's bonkers? That's the other thing. Like, because this movie is from what? Like 92? Yep. Yeah, 92. So I was thinking to myself, like, it's sort of alluded to that he's supposed to be around like 30, like his character in this movie. And he looks like he's 30. Um, but literally like six I, years before that, he was like a high schooler in the same house. Exactly. And I'm, I'm just like, how did that happen? Well, to be fair, in, in 1985, <laughs> he was in The Breakfast Club and St. Elmo's Fire. So he was simultaneously a high schooler. He was simultaneously a, a high schooler graduate. and a college graduate. So he yeah, was fluent. He was fluent. He was fluent. Mighty Ducks. Back, Mighty Ducks. Back to the children. Back to the Mighty Ducks. So, yeah. So Emilio Estevez is, his name is Gordon Bombay in this film. Gordon Bombay. It's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. It sounds like a superhero or something. It sounds like a name no parent would ever give their child. Like it's not literally. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, not, it's not an actual name. Nobody. It's a fake name. No one's last name is Bombay. <laughs> okay, but maybe there is. Someone's last name is Bombay. But you know what didn't happen? That parent didn't go. Let me name my child Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> That didn't happen. So first of all, like, I loved preteen sports movies in the early 90s. Like, this is my shit. Like, this, Little Giants, The Sandlot, Heavyweights, like, all of this shit. And there were so many. Would you put, would you consider Three Ninjas in this category? Ooh, great question. So what's tough about Three Ninjas is how fucking offensive it is, like, in terms of cultural appropriation. So like they're supposed to be like half Japanese, I think, or like a quarter Japanese in the film, but like these are three white children. <laughs> like you know, like and it's this, it's the same criticism that like Kill Bill comes under. It's like why does like the superstar of martial arts have to be a white person? <laughs> in this world you know and i understand that does karate kid get the same heat um good yeah i mean i think so the premise of this movie is ludicrous but he gets sentenced to community service and his community service is coaching a peewee hockey team he coincidence he used to play peewee hockey as a child and he was like a star peewee hockey athlete and there's all these like ptsd flashbacks of him like fucking up the final shot of the hockey game and and his former coach giving him hell it's so crazy like how those flashbacks are like they're treated with a heaviness of like 
a Vietnam vet or something, <laughs> like having flashbacks. Well, I want to just compare those moments, actually, to the same flashbacks we get in The Cutting Edge. Ooh. Same lighting, dark ice, like, you know, like we were. Wait, the flashbacks to... To her... When, so, when, so, like, past when competitions when they... Yeah. 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 You should have had a go-to girl. Oh. <laughs> Just, mm. Oh, that part's so amazing. Oh, my God. I may, have to, I may have to watch that tonight. Every time we fucking meet, there's always a movie you bring up, and then I'm like, fuck, I gotta go watch that right now. Last time it was Can't Hardly Wait. Now it's like this. Now it's I mean, cutting edge. To be honest, the cutting edge is like always watchable. I'm always in the mood for the cutting edge. Should have started with the go-to girl, Jack. You're right. You came every day. Is that what skated. happened in Calgary, Jack? <laughs> you came every Brian day. Brian is getting it done. <laughs> Watch the tapes. <laughs> uh, you I came every line. day oh. and you skated. So it's been all night before you. This afternoon is my first. I love that you're making her a southern belle all of a sudden. This afternoon is my final skate. I had tutors. <laughs> Wonderful tutors. By the way, she's so <laughs> All we needed was a little flip. <laughs> <sighs> We've been we've been we've now been recording over half an hour. <laughs> we barely barely started talking about the fighting talks. I would just say, look, what we've learned, what we've uncovered through this organic process, is that the Mighty Ducks is very much a six degrees kind of film. You know, it it definitely is. Well said. Um, with that said, like amongst the kids on the team, you have. Jesse Smollett, did you see that? I did. Your favorite kid from the Babysitters Club. Jackie Radowski, y'all. Jackie Radowski. Made an appearance. Brandon Adams, AKA, our fave. He was iconic in Moonwalker. We've talked about this. He was iconic in The Sandlot as Kenny DeNunez. We will talk about that when we talk about The Sandlot. But he was wonderful in this film, you know? Like, he, he... iconically uh calls uh what's his face adam banks a cake eater repeatedly which made me think to myself what the fuck does cake eater mean and then i looked it up and apparently it's a slang term used to refer to rich folks in minnesota specifically so they were like specifically i love minnesota. that it's like a regional thing okay yes. i see you with yes. the regional slang okay yes so um, I also miss this time in like the 80s and 90s when a lot of films took place in the Midwest. Like so many films. I also would like to just clarify. <clears throat> I wasn't really checking for the term, which is interesting. I lacked the curiosity that you so <clears throat> that you so strongly and inspiringly demonstrated in that moment. Well, I was honestly, I was honestly wondering if it was homophobic. <laughs> okay, so this is this is why I'm bringing that up because if you remember in Clueless. <clears throat> uh, yeah, cake boy. He calls him a cake boy. He's an yes. Oscar Wilde reading, tries and ticket Tri-Zan hold, ticket hold friend, friend of Dorothy. Dorothy you, know. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And that uh-uh, was no way. And that was He's homophobic. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it was. Yeah. A cake boy. Yeah. What is what is the origin of that term? I don't even know. I mean, now we like use cake for like ass or cakes. You know? I don't know. There's a song by Sir Mix a Lot called Cake Boy. I'm hoping it's unrelated. <laughs> I hope it's related. Oh, no. No, it's definitely related. Oh, no. Oh, no. Cake Boy Urban Dictionary. Early 90s slang for what is now termed a metrosexual. And in the song Cake Boy by Sir Mix a Lot. There's a lyric that reads, he's in a yellow Camaro, skin so smooth, a buttercup boy from the funny school. Hmm. I mean, it sounds like Sir Mix-a-Lot had a crush on a gay man. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, I love that. They, 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 they actually quoted, they actually quoted, they actually quoted Murray on Urban Dictionary. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Um, a cake boy is someone light and fluffy. Effeminate, not where it's at, not meaty in the slightest sense of the word. 
Not where it's at. The opposite of a cake boy being a meat boy. Okay. I definitely have no interest in whatever a meat boy is. Me neither. (laughs) A A soft male who is suspected of being gay. So that metrosexual thing is really coming up a lot. Like it's someone who may not actually be gay, but is like not coming across with like the most like stereotypical masculine masculinity mm-hmm. yeah coming mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. brandon adams calling adam banks uh, a cake eater but i actually completely forgot about the character of adam banks so like you have the ducks they're like you know the team that you're supposed to side with and then there's a villain team called the hawks which is the same team that gordon bombay fake name was on as a child and so they're rivals the Hawks are undefeated. The Ducks are kind of a hot mess. Like when they first start playing with each other, when Gordon first starts coaching them. His tale is old as time. I also feel tale like while is I was watching time. It's true. As I was watching this, I was like, okay, I love these movies and they all have literally the same plot. <laughs> and I think that's probably why I like them. <laughs> Where there's always like a hot mess, like misfit team. And it's the journey to them, like, actually, like, winning against the villain team. Like, that's that's always what these movies are, and I love it. I don't care. But Adam Banks is, like, the star player on the Hawks, and uh, Gordon Bombay, like, puts his litigation skills into his coaching, and he figures out that Adam Banks' family is actually zoned for the Ducks and not the Hawks. So he's supposed to be a Duck, not a Hawk. So he brings it up, and then... Adam Banks's father is like, my son is a hawk, not a duck. And I laughed really hard because I was like, you're a grown man. Like, please stop. Um, <laughs> just take your medicine and sit the fuck down. Um, and uh, anyway, but Adam Banks ends up on the team. And I totally forgot about this character, which is crazy because Vincent LaRusso, hot ass name, who plays him, was definitely like a third tier teeny bopper teen beat crush for me so thank you because like that's actually what we need to get to which is the fact that like watching this film like he was the one to look for like yeah like you're watching this movie and he's supposed to be the villain but you're like hey sexy like i see you yeah his like, full lips yeah. hello it's like hello vincent La- and then you learn his name La Russo. vincent Russo. La- La- just La- just, like, just obviously who came up with that poetry? <laughs> Who did? <laughs> Who did? It was a. It's a poem. It's a whole poem. I mean, I need to really add Vincent and put it like on my baby list because, like, Vincent, you know. Mm. Oh, it's a wonderful it's name. A and then wonderful you can call name. Vin. Vinny. 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 Vinny Larusso. Ah. Oh my God. What Get if? What if? What if I name my child <laughs> Vinny Larusso middle name, whatever else the last name is. <laughs> People are like, what's his? What's he named after? A Mighty Ducks character, <laughs> a '90s heartthrob, a '90s heartthrob who, who you know, didn't get enough credit. Who didn't get enough credit at all? So, like, speaking of Vincent Larusso, which we will speak about him for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> so, I, I said he was kind of like a third tier crush for me. Did you have tears for your crushes? You know what I mean? Like you um, had your number one, you had your number two, and no. like, like that kind. Of, no, really. I, I had more like I had more singular focus, but like deep intensity, which I think you already know. You know. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like there's one person that's like the end all be all, and then I move on, and it's somebody else, yeah, and so on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm like that now, or I I, I was like that after like the age of. 13 or 14 but when I was younger I was just like that I was just like everywhere like this is my I was like doing the draft with all my picks but Vincent LaRusso that's exactly why I didn't notice Charlie it's like I didn't notice Charlie because Vincent was being pretty and he was too pretty and you look back and you see it and you're like you have the hindsight of adulthood and you're like oh clearly everyone should be falling in love with Charlie well let's talk about Charlie let's talk about your your boo. Oh my god. Charlie. Joshua Jackson. It's so weird to see his face and to hear the voice of a prepubescent child. I know because he mouth. because because he because he develops a pretty deep voice, right? He does. And he so does. it's so yes. weird to see him like at this age when it's not. And he's like, that- Gordon, you wanna date my mom? <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be 
ouch can you be my dad he decides that he wants Gordon to be his father in like five minutes oh my god so true Ah! And Gordon decides to date his mom in like 10 minutes. Like this. so. Uh. <laughs> I'm just like, you really don't have to date his mom. Like, please don't do that. This movie uh. like shoehorned that whole love story like into this movie. It did. For, they shoehorned it. It did it for no reason. But you know, this was, a, no this was also reason. a time where like the depiction of a single mother in film. Oh yeah, like no. you know, that's not gonna. That's there, not gonna there was there wasn't really a, right. There wasn't a narrative. <laughs> there wasn't a narrative where you know, if he's gonna save the team, he's also gonna like save Charlie and become his dad. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way in. Of course, they even have that whole scene where like Gordon comes over for dinner, and they make it a whole point that like they made the dinner mm-hmm. for the mom too. So there's I don't know, like there's. <laughs> Um, it was also putting me in some kind of mood that like I was looking at Charlie's mom and feeling like she's 10 years younger than me because <laughs> she, no. she looks very young she looks like our age now I don't know man I don't know I don't know I don't know okay I don't let's know. look up Heidi Kling Heidi Kling was born in 62 so she oh she, she was, was 30 she was 30 <laughs> She was 30. Case in point. She had him when he, what, she had him when she was like 17? I mean, come on. Yeah, I guess, so I guess she was supposed to be playing older, older, like slightly older. Or not, or not, you know, maybe she she got, maybe she got knocked up and. She was a Minnesota broad that got knocked (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that also happened, you know. Let's talk about the children. Okay, like, first of all, ensemble cast, ensemble cast. Okay, so let's just like hit them all, all at once. All right. First, let's talk about our friend Sean Weiss, who came upon hard times recently. You've followed this, yes? Sean Weiss. Sean Weiss played um the, the, the Jewish kid, but the deli. Goldberg? Goldberg. Thank you. The goalie? Yeah. Oh. So he became a meth addict and oh, was like no. was like homeless and shit for a long time. <gasps> Oh my god, and he, I see this picture. And he, and he like was often on TMZ <gasps> looking crazy. Yeah, you see the picture. That's on horrible. Yeah. And only in like the he last He looks like he's only, 70 years only, old. Only 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 in the last year has he like gotten like healthier looking. That's horrible. I'm so glad that he's doing better. Yeah, it was really scary for a long time. Oh my god. Yeah, he's one of my faves. He's one of the more memorable actors in the film yeah yeah he's had some challenges yeah um you got your girl hockey players (laughs) connie Mm -hmm. she's one i i miss uh i thought i had it in my head that julie the cat was in this movie but she's in the second movie and she's gay origins for me yeah she's in the second Mm mm-hmm Got Fulton Reed, he's in the first one. <laughs> Kicking ass, taking names and whatnot. Is he like the He's like the larger kid? Yeah, that like, yeah. He's like the the he's like huge. He's like he's, he's like, like He Man. He comes in and he just looks like, like he's in college. Yeah. He takes yeah. care of business. Yes, TCOB. That's the other thing that I find disturbing about like the premise in these films like this movie was not about like well i mean at the end charlie does like make the winning shot or whatever but like yeah for the most part gordon bombay's play was to like get other kids that were not the original kids to like round out the team throw the ball i know throw the puck to I them know. throw the puck to them and then they went well first his strategy was to to pretend like you're hurt and get like <laughs> penalty shots <laughs> <laughs> it was like to to fake injuries. Yeah, um, not great. But yeah, you're right. Like he didn't really he didn't focus enough on the existing kids he did and like not. really playing to their strengths like at all, even toward the end. He did not. Yeah. My question is like how are all these kids in the same class? Cuz there's that scene where they are in the same classroom and I'm like they are not the same age. <laughs> <laughs> 
for the Although purposes of this film. Time. It is that weird time where kids are all it's growing at time. different growing at different rates. Okay. I texted exactly. you about this, but you didn't respond and I'm still inclined to mention it. Okay. What is it? The like hands, Jan, hands of it all. Hans, Hans. 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 Hans, Hans, Hans Jan. Okay. Because what happens is in the first movie, there's Hans. Then in the second movie, Hans goes away and then there's a Jan. So I don't. I have not seen the second movie in a million years. Cool. But they acted like Hans didn't exist. And then John Jan was there. That's really upsetting. Yeah. And then in the third movie, Hans is back. He's just back. It's like, oh, he's back. It's like. So what happened? I don't know. It's so weird. Hans is. I wrote down that Hans is Gordon's hockey fairy godfather. Yeah. Um, He plays that kind of guy a lot. That's basically what he is. He's he's he runs like an equipment shop and he like sharpens the ice skates and stuff you see him in his little shop sharpening the ice skates oh this feels like a disney movie he was also in a kid in king arthur's court oh your favorite film that's is that on our list it is i've never seen it so it's on our list hans will be making a reappearance this season so then like who who replaced hans this guy named jan who's like and they act like hans isn't even there and they're like Jan. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? Give what us the fuck Hans. is Jan? Exactly. And then the third movie, they're like, kidding. Hans is back. It was crazy. You all complained. We brought Hans back. It was ridiculous. There was, But it was kind of like a fucking Julie Family Matters moment. Judy Family Matters moment. Yes. Because it was like, he just disappeared. And then they brought him back. And I was like, what? Yeah, they don't. you don't really see that them doing that in movies as much. I know. It was harsh. It was way harsh time. Hirsch. Um, I don't know. The rest of the talk- kids didn't really make an impression, to be honest. <laughs> Speaking of, that was way harsh. <laughs> Those are children you're talking about. My favorite thing about this film was the costuming, because it was a very specific time in fashion <sighs> where yes. all these kids look like they stepped out of an arrested development video <laughs> like they're all wearing those hats and like those like prints you know what i'm saying like those bright colors bright colors like you know baggy clothes baggy clothing um perfect mushroom haircuts yes and there's a montage to Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, which is like all you need. Good Vibrations. Did you know that a Mighty Ducks series came out last year with Emilio and a bunch of the original cast, like as adults what? with like a new group of kids? But there was like a TV series. I did. And I forget what it's on. I think it's, huh. it's Disney Plus. I think it's on like Apple TV or Prime. I think it's a Prime series. Say what now? Yay. The Game Changers. <laughs> oh, my God. Lauren Graham is in it. Oh, my God. Vincent, Vincent, Vincent LaRusso's in it. He sure is. Vinny. I think I'm just going to title this episode Vince. <laughs> Vinny LaRusso. Vinny. <laughs> call him Vinny. Vinny LaRusso. Oh, my God. First of all, I'm offended that Joshua Jackson thought that he didn't need to be affiliated with this project. <laughs> like, he's not in this. And... That's ridiculous. They, I don't know. They might. Well, I was just going to say they may not have asked him. Of course they asked him. Like, what am I talking about? Yeah. Emilio called him himself. And he's fucking doing J. Crew commercials, but thought he was too good for Game Changers. Wow. I'm just saying. I mean, what what if it what if his hot wife was like, you're not doing that mess. Like, you're going to do these J. Crew commercials with me and they're going to be like iconic. Sorry. You don't have time to go back to the ducks. First of all, that's just her being jealous, you know. <laughs> Monopolizing his time. I see you, Jody. But wouldn't you monopolize his time and be jealous? All no, the time? I would like share him. I would share wife. him with the no, duke. I would share him with the ducks with the fandom. Ducks. Okay. You you would not share him with other women, though. No, I would kill him first. <laughs> and that's and that and that's no one will. and that's because I love you, Jonathan. <laughs> wow, Jonathan, you called him Jonathan. Called him Jonathan. 
You love him so much. You call him Jonathan. So much I call him Jonathan. It's your pet name for him. Exactly. Well, all the JJ. Honestly, all the JJs of that era are too much. Jonathan Jackson. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Joshua Jackson. I mean, you can't keep him straight. Jonathan Brandis. There were Jonathan Brandis. You understand. So many Jonathans. J, 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 J. Too many Like, if you had a white child born in the early 80s, you were trying to make that boy a young teen star. You know what I mean? Vinny LaRusso. <laughs> the name of this episode is Unless, unless you were born guys. in the early 80s and your parents named you Vinny LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew what they were doing. And they fucking Vinny knew what LaRusso. they were doing. And he is and he is not from Staten Island, even though he should, he should be. be. He should be. <laughs> but he's from Livingston, New Jersey. He's across. Oh, enough. He's close, he's enough. close <laughs> enough. He's, clo- he's close across enough. the bridge. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> are you comfortable with shifting the conversation to crushes to real life crushes because sure. i do have a question oh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I understand episode. we need to go back to this time i understand you understand the premise I, of our podcast i do so i i have a feeling how you're going to answer this but let's see did you have any childhood sports crushes now, when you say childhood sports crushes, do they need to have? Do they need to be professional sports players? No, that in fact, in fact, I think I'm wording this wrong because I don't want them to be professional sports players. I want them to be like someone you were on a team with or someone who was a, an athlete, like as a child, kind of thing. You know what I mean? What I was thinking was going to midwood field okay so what i want to talk about is who i sent the picture of you i sent him a picture i sent you a picture of him last week and i was flipping out because i found him on facebook oh yeah get in there yeah so i did i did have a crush okay on one oh a beautiful sephardic jew okay <laughs> i wish this were a video episode and the way that you're playing with your hair. He used to, like, wear, he used to wear his yarmulke every single day, looking so fucking cute. And he lived in Park Slope. And he's, he was like such a sweet kid, but he smoked so much fucking marijuana. <laughs> like at the earliest, earliest ages. As many, as many boys that we went to high school did. I, I know, but it's like the other ones, I thought there was something wrong with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they all seemed like they were, they were either, they were either assholes normally or like mm-hmm. just already kind of on the wrong side of the, not I just almost the wrong side of the tracks, but that's, that's like a horrible phrase. <laughs> it's not what I meant, <laughs> but like, you know, like they were like, just, they didn't, you know, I don't know how to put it into words. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, when I, when I learned Isaac smoked marijuana, I was, like, aghast. I was, like, oh, my God, my sweet tenderoni. Like. <laughs> you know, I was, like, you smoke marijuana? Oh, I was, like, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> when he found out I liked him, I think I told him eventually or some shit. And Rutt row. And he told, he told, he told. That I was too straight edge for him. Excuse <laughs> That's not okay. The reason, the reason I never was is because I was not smoking the reefer in high school. Okay. That's the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever, like, you think about that now and you're just like, I, this kid's like, I'm 14. <laughs> this girl doesn't smoke weed with me. She's too straight edge. I can't be with her. That's the dumbest shit I've ever I know, ever. especially because you felt the chemistry in biology class. I know you did. I know you felt the flavor, you know. But wait, so was he? Oh, he was on the baseball. Was he on the oh, so last sorry. So, so sorry. So to get to the sports, he was on the baseball team. Um, and so I, so I used to trek all the way out to Mill Basin to watch him practice, and then be like, "Oh, fancy meeting you here on the baseball field." At the time where you practice, right? Exactly. I was like, ah. Oh. But the thing, it was so convenient because so many of my friends lived in Mill Basin. So I was just like, I'm, oh. I was just like, I'm just hanging out over here because I'm going to Logan's house or whatever. <laughs> so that was my one crush who had like sort of athletic tendencies. And if you looked at, you would never think like, oh, there's a student athlete. But like, 
You sure wouldn't. Sure wouldn't. Sure would it. <laughs> um, oh, and he had the biggest Jufro. He was so cute. Oh, everything about him was so cute. But honestly, he was like literally such a sweet. Oh, I like, I like like everybody else on the planet. But he wasn't known for not being nice though. So I, he was just so hot that like people couldn't imagine he, he was, was stunning. Nice. <laughs> right. He was like the Elizabeth Taylor in male form like, of Midwood High School. I know. He was absurd looking. He was- like, <laughs> listeners, he was, he had like dark, 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 like jet black hair. He like, was my JC in person. Like, he, was, eyebrows. he was my JC in person. I thought yes. It, yeah. Well, actually, manicured eyebrows because all the boys did in in Brooklyn, in South Brooklyn at that time, um, and just like icy blue eyes, olive gorgeous. skin, gorgeous. He was stunning, olive skin, he was stunning. and he wore incredible cologne, so you could just smell. Like that was the thing I missed about like stalking these kids in high school was like you knew when they were coming, even from behind you, based on their cologne. <laughs> like you'd be like, oh, nearby, ah. <laughs> He's married to his high school sweetheart, as you do. Really? I didn't know that. Why do I know all of this? Because uh, <laughs> I occasionally <laughs> still stop these people. Because, ladies, <laughs> did you know me in high school? I'm consistent. <laughs> <laughs> you are consistent. So, obviously, like, for my own, like, sports-themed crush, I could talk about, like, a couple of people on the lacrosse team. But I feel a like... A couple of people were... on the lacrosse team. Please name drop. But they're embar- it's embarrassing. Okay, like, well type really type them in the chat. Oh no, I'll say. It. Oh, okay. Like, but it's I just need to couch it and like it's very. Is one of them? No, no. Okay. No, I couldn't. I couldn't step on that. Was that was jury's uh, jury's turf? I couldn't step on. Oh, that. she liked him. Um, she really liked. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but none of those. What's embarrassing is like you know you know like there was that whole thing with like. The Rockaway boys and us and then the Rockaway girls who were like, you know, who called us the STDs and like bullied us and shit. So like the Rockaway boys were not allowed to like any of us. But you know but they I mean? were rebellious and hung out with us anyway. Sometimes. Sometimes. They didn't but they didn't talk they didn't talk to me. They really didn't. So I felt like spurned by them, and that's why it was embarrassing. Oh. I just felt like I was, I don't know, like reaching for something like unattainable and i guess like that was probably the appeal but like in hindsight i'm like eh, that's not good like none of them were yeah. worth chasing after no to be clear no and that's why it's embarrassing well I'll, i will say English. are you gonna say is he part of your list oh he was one he was a big one and i don't know why like Cause i was just about to say like because if there's anyone i can see like oh it's like tortured whatever it would be because like he came across at least as like as, as like the nice one yeah Yes, that was, I think that that was what drew me in. The other one was like completely the opposite of that. Like you could smell that he was an asshole a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he pretty. He's well. also like, he, pretty. He was pretty. pretty. But he had so many, okay. he had so many rumors going on about him because he was so pretty. It was like, he's slinging. He's bi. He was though. I mean, he was though. Oh, okay. I love it. I don't. I don't know if they were rumors. Like, didn't okay. We're gonna like throw out some scandalous shit right now. We're gonna have to bleep the shit out of this son. So like, do you remember the whole? It was a rumor, but I I think it was real because like a, a reliable source told me that like him and like used to hook up or like. Oh, I kind of vaguely remember hearing. Right? hearing yeah, and it. I was like, that first of all, exactly. <laughs> first of all, look. <laughs> I was like. You're still in my world sometimes. Like, if you, yeah. for some reason, hear this and you feel upset or, like, we violated your confidences, just know. Hey, we're, we're bleeping them a, out. We're bleeping them a, out. we would never want to out you in a way, whatever. So we'll bleep it. You'll bleep it. But number two, like, it's hot, though. So know that. First of all, it's hot. <laughs> Second of all, though, you can suck my dick because in middle school, I over I literally overheard you telling somebody that I would be pretty if my skin cleared up and I wanna uh, I want you to like go like go jump off a bridge for that. Go die in a fire, bro. Uh, <laughs> you heard him say it? Yeah, I heard him say it. That's it that's one of the worst ways to hear shit. It was like, literally the worst. It was the worst. It was terrible. Like fucking middle school boys are such a nightmare. They really are. That was a really bad moment. It was tough. 
Go suck a dick. He's not the only one that said that. Yeah, go suck a dick. Literally. He's not the only one. <laughs> yeah. 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 So despite, uh, despite you know, all the boys coming to the yard for me in junior high, I still I still got my share of, like, you know, boys telling First me. First of all, he was basically anything. asexual all through, like, middle of high school. So, like, what are we He doing? was. Good point. <laughs> Except for his little rendezvous with Hey. Hey. <laughs> Let the world know. And the world will know yeah. that you are queer. <laughs> <laughs> Never fear. Brooklyn is here. And very queer. <laughs> well, um, ladies and right. gentlemen, it was hard Arnie to stay nerds. focused on Mighty Ducks, but there's just sure was. so much hotness in the world we had to explore. <laughs> what do we have next? Milk money, right? Money mine. is next. First of all, I see this note you have in here for three ninjas, Rocky versus Cole. I didn't know that that's how we were breaking down that episode. What the fuck is that? You'll see. <laughs> what the fuck is that? First of all. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Colt's going to win. Like, obviously, Colt's going to win. Okay. It's like all right. substance I'm, over okay. I'm glad style we're... over substance. Okay. You know, all I right. mean, style versus sub- substance over style. But first of all, you act like, you act like he has no style. Like this. He it? has style. He has he style has and style. substance. Ah! Rocky is just a pretty boy. Rocky is just a pretty face. <laughs> Who and loves and Emily. Loves and that's nothing else. Nothing else. That's literally that's it. That's literally it. He's like soft-spoken and has no backbone. No backbone. Like, does not. No. Wow, I can't believe we're getting into this. Okay, we need to stop. We're going to save it for the episode. Thank you for listening to the Mighty Ducks. And, sort of. Uh, you should call it hopefully... You should call it the Mighty Ducks episode, sort of. <laughs> Done. Title of that. Okay, bye. Bye.